What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. We are back. Uh, first pod in the month of July. London's been out in Las Vegas, or not in Las Vegas, no, Los, not Angeles, Las Vegas Los Angeles. The last Angeles, couple yeah. weeks. <laughs> London, Just a how week. Was LA? Oh, LA was great, man. Holy shit. Like, LA was incredible. LA made me want to hurry up, get this podcast blowing up so I can move all of you all to LA with me or San Diego. Cause it's cheaper, but we all live there and fucking Thanks. have an office. Like it was incredible, bro. Like it's everything you would want a place to live. Like we're so used to being in the South where it's humid as fuck. The moment you get there, it's like 90 degrees, but it feels like 78. It's like, what? It's beautiful. Sea breeze. Like sea breeze. Anytime you step in shade, it's amazing. The food is incredible. Yes, things are a little expensive because it's LA. But other than that, like it, it is just gorgeous. The the dispensaries, phenomenal. Like everything was just chef's kiss. One thing me and Curse did notice though, you know how in uh, how we me and you listen to a bunch of pods where People talk about like L.A. life and whatnot. And bro, there's so many like dudes who are like fives, sixes, but with like nines and tens. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? That's what Curse said. Curse was like, these are just ugly men with money. (laughs) Yeah, like these producers in Hollywood. Like the one thing that the movie or the television show, The Offer showed me because like, you know, Miles Teller understands Miles Teller, but Al Ruddy in real life does look not like look Miles like that. Teller. Yeah, he and got yes, he really he got yes-ified. Some, like, <laughs> some like you know fine French woman who owned a hotel, then you know anybody can. That's what I'm saying, bro. They had like a, so many just beautiful Latino and Asian women with like the ugliest of men. I was just like, what the hell is going on here? Why is this happening? But me and Chris realized they go on reality TV to find a man. Yep. There There's more women in L.A. than men. That's why it's like. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yep. But that is also true. This is a movie podcast. So I made sure I did this for this podcast. What me and you are talking about is more of a bros who think thing. Make sure you all check it out this Thursday because we're definitely deep diving the things I saw in L.A. But something we can deep dive here. I got to see, we went on the Universal Studio Tour. I got to see where Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was filmed. We were on the set. I was freaking out. I saw like where Leo was talking to the little girl in the Western. I saw where- Yeah, the Western. Yeah, that's what I saw the entire Western city. I saw where uh, Brad Pitt kicked Bruce Lee into that car. Like, oh, the fact that I got to see where Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was filmed, I was freaking out. Got to see the set of, well, they recreated the set of Jaws. That wasn't the real set, but saw the real set of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the real set for War of the Worlds, the real set for uh, Fast and the Furious, the real set for, there's another one. It was so many, all the prop cars for Fast and the Furious, the prop cars for Back to the Future. Like we saw prop cars for movies that are being made right now. And my guess was because I didn't know this, but Netflix uses Universal Studio to film a lot of stuff. I, and I said this mm. to the, to the tour guide and she just smiled. I, the, the gray man. We, I saw a bunch of gray man cars. <laughs> yeah. And she was, it was awesome, yeah. bro. Like Kirsten didn't really appreciate that part of the, of the, uh, 
vacation, but the studio tour, that was my shit. And then going on the walk, uh, the, the walk, the star walk or whatever. Saw Michael Jackson star, saw, uh, Grant, uh, Cary Grant star, Jimmy Stewart's, um, Alfred, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Saw, uh, I believe Sean Connery. Um, and then I saw someone, I can't remember the last person, but those are like the most notable. And I didn't go on the Warner brothers tour. I was, I was salty about that, but got to see where QT filmed once upon a time in Hollywood. Can't beat that. Was walking the path of QT. Who who was out there hustling? Was Spider-Man out there hustling? Um, what characters they have out there right now? Okay. So maybe we didn't walk deep into like Hollywood enough. Because I didn't because, see like that's where the stars anyway. are. But see, we were in, we so were on the stars. Got part, you probably got the different section than the main yeah, section. Like we were we were like a block away from uh the the uh, Chinese theater where they yeah. show where they do the premieres. That's so where they all are. Yeah, so we didn't we didn't go in front of that. We were more by Capitol Records and whatnot. And we uh did see. I can tell you all the famous people I saw. I saw Soledad O'Brien because we went we, we we were literally right in front of the CNN building. Saw Soledad O'Brien. I was waiting for Anderson Cooper, but he ain't come out. Uh, saw The Miz, the wrestler, The Miz and Ms. Anna. Really? Where? Yeah, they were filming for their reality TV show at Universal. And I was like, curse. I, I wanted to go tell him something, but I didn't want to be that guy. So I saw it, but they were filming for it 100%. And I watched uh, WWE Raw last night. And right after, they were talking on the episode about Oh yeah, next episode we're going to Universal, and that's what I saw them filming. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so we saw them, and then Curse saw a child star. Oh man, I wish I could find her name. Uh, but Curse found. Uh, what's the what movie is this girl in? I can't think of it. But we saw a child star. Uh, she was in the dispensary. She was grown up and a, a pretty famous child star that we wouldn't recognize. She was in the dispensary and. Bailey Madison, hold on. Well, thank oh, you, yeah, yeah, I got to know Bailey Madison is. Bailey Madison, for those who don't know who Bailey Madison is. She, was, she played uh, young Snow White on Once Upon a Time. <laughs> yep, she, she was played, in Just Go With It. She, she played like a young somebody in like, I want to say like the Princess Diaries or something. Like she, she was another like young. She was the kid movie. in Brothers, the Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, Tobey Maguire movie Brothers. where Jake Gyllenhaal cheats on his wife. Uh, wait, Curse, what'd you say she was in? Come back. Uh, she was in something Bridge really, really Bridge to Terabithia. Deep. Oh, yeah, Bridge to Terabithia. Um, I'm trying to see. There was, there's one real famous kids movie. She was, I guess it's Bridge to Terabithia. Yeah, I think that's Oh, it. she was in Withers of Waverly Place. That's where yeah, we Yeah, she was one, she was like their cousin or something. Yeah, exactly. And so she's waiting, like, so when you go into the dispensary, there's like, a lobby and then they open the door and you either go downstairs or upstairs or just into a different room. And she's literally just standing there on her phone, waiting for her boyfriend to come out of the dispensary. <laughs> and her boyfriend's just buying weed. She's like, can you hurry up? <laughs> so saw her Damn. and then we saw a uh, gutter gutter, uh, young money rapper, gutter gutter, double G, blah, blah. But I, me and Chris realized that all the real, real famous people were either at Essence Fest in New Orleans or were in Miami for the Fourth of July. Nobody was really in LA, famous wise. So I mean, that makes sense. But it was awesome. 
Schubert, it was like amazing. Six Flags was dope, riding all those rides. The food, we ate some of the best Italian food I've ever eaten in my life. We ate Korean barbecue, Korean fried chicken. Um, we ate the best tacos, the best burrito tacos. And I finally tried horchata. Oh my gosh, bro. Horchata is fucking incredible. Like I'm about to start making horchata at my house. Oh yeah? It was that good. Does your mom know how to make that? Because if she does, you need to let her make you some. It is the best drink I've ever had. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know exactly. I had it in Mexico. It's not. And it's I didn't get the liquor version. I got the normal version. No, I got the liquor version. Oh, I bet the liquor version is incredible. Like, but that was the day I was driving. So I couldn't drink till I got back. That's the thing. Oh, also, L.A. traffic, maybe because it was the fourth. We were there for a week. And it didn't get bad until like the 3rd of July. But like, it wasn't that bad. If you drive through the city and not on the highway, you'll get places faster. That's what I noticed. Also, the final thing I got on that is um, Venice Beach. You remember? uh, I don't know if you remember how uh, in um, uh, Close Enough, they go to Venice and they're like, bro, we didn't park. And how they had to park like super far away. That's real. That is 1,000% real. Venice Beach, if you don't get there at 8 a.m., you're not going to find a parking spot. We had to go pay some valet to do it. It was a hot mess. Oh, really? They have a valet? Bro, they have valet. Like, Venice Beach is so packed that they had to have multiple parking valets, like, just there. Like, they would literally, companies buy lots, they put valets there, and they get them to park it all in the lot different ones hotels open up their valets to have people come in hotels have side parking and then guest parking it's intense in venice beach bro i was shocked and oh and we went down santa monica pier uh bro los angeles is 100 if you play gta los santos it's 1000 yeah. that yeah, it is me and curse were like how the fuck were we driving up those hills because those la hills are fucking steep <laughs> oh yeah so, but it was awesome, man. I'm, I hope everybody out there uh, enjoyed their 4th of July. This was a, a vacation that I needed. I was feeling a little burnt out, but I'm ready to go now. We got a lot planned, baby. We ready to go. <laughs> yeah, we go. And we got a lot coming up with mm-hmm. stuff, uh, stuff in the podcast. I mean, we're going to be doing this one more. The boys finale, I think, is what? This week? If not or this week, it's next. weeks from now. Yeah, I was There's say. 10 episodes or 8 episodes. I think it's, hold on, I'll find out. I think it's 10. All right. But yeah, so we got that coming up. You know, we're going to be talking about the old man. Um, so those are two shows that we'll be having going on. We're talking Love Island today. So yeah, we are. I don't are. know if we're going to be doing that too, too consistently. Oh, no, there's um, just eight. It's about to be. You're right. Okay. See, so, yeah, so then this is the finale this week. Yep. So old man, I got to let you know, I didn't watch all of the episodes. We'll talk about more about next week, but I got most of them. I didn't watch them all either. Okay, cool. And then Love Island, I'll tell you where I stopped at. But boy, Danilo, good, whatever he, whatever his name is. Davide. Davide came. Oh, <laughs> I've never seen such insecurity on men's faces until Davide came in that, that house. I was like, oh, my God. And then the blonde girl said something a little racy. She was like, oh, I've dated Italians before. Not my, not my cup of tea. I was like, whoa! You didn't have to say that, but I, I got what so she meant. Tasha? Yeah, the blonde one. The blonde girl who's deaf. Yeah. Yeah. 
When she said that, I was like, ooh, little racy, Tasha. Little racy. You could have just said Dobby said a lot of questionable things. Who, Tasha? Yes. Oh, yeah, she says, yeah, she does. <laughs> oh, no, she does. Anytime she talks about the black people, I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about that more at the end, and then yeah, we're gonna be getting back to running back this. You know, this week, this week we're recording movie. a Whiplash. Yep, Miles Teller movie Whiplash, and uh, then we'll find out what we do in the other two weeks. But we'll have two of those this month. So mm-hmm. and we are we're getting, getting back and into it. We're getting ready. P- Pitch it will be coming back. I I think I'm gonna drop the title. This is what I'm, I'm going to tell you this on air. We're going to definitely talk about this off air. But this was my thought for when Pitcher comes back. I dropped the title because it, 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 we, I didn't defend it last year. Um, so what I'm thinking is we do an open tournament. Winner gets the title. And then we do the season. Like, just start off the season with an open tournament. But we'll talk more about that off air. Yeah. Every good anime has got to have a tournament arc. Mm-hmm. Got to. And wait, I saw this on the, on the docket. I'm just going to skip ahead and ask you about it. The Schmodown's ending? Uh, I have it on here. Well, let's talk about that first, because that's big. That's that's big for us in, in this podcast. For those who don't know, like me and Schubert got the idea. Well, not got the idea, but we were very no. inspired by. Uh, it was one of the few inspirations. Yeah, from the movie fights, Schmodown. We were inspired by what Collider and Christian Harloff specifically were doing. It's over? It's over, yeah. So, you know, it's going to end. On its ninth season, uh, the last episode will air on October 7th with The Spectacular 7. Why is it ending? Um, well, they were citing a lot of things within when the pandemic hit that made it a lot more difficult for mm. them to pay to do the live events and to pay for Because, uh, you know, a lot of times they have to pay the people who who doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, are having trouble <laughs> making all of that. And they weren't getting like that new... They weren't getting the right YouTube money because they were catching a lot of views on recorded shows, uh, but not so live. much live. And so, like, and that ended up being a factor with that. But yeah. you know, it always could come back. It's mm. a pretty. It's a concept that's simple enough to. He, I, to I feel like. Down let me line. let me pitch you a conspiracy uh, maybe theory. With different people involved. That's what I was about to say. Let me pitch you a conspiracy theory. What if Harloff? Yes, all of what you said may be true, but what if he's just selling it to a network? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, if it could possibly exist and some of the same people could be a part of it, but it could most likely be that. Yeah. Or like he sells the concept and it's like a new thing and like movie trivia on Netflix or some shit. Like I like that right. to me feels like a show that would work so well on like Netflix, Peacock, just somewhere where you can stream it. Well, yeah, and I mean, like, you know, them incorporating the concept of, like, the wrestling teams also brings, like, an aspect that mm-hmm. could... Uh, now, could I do really feel like that might of. get taken out. Like, I feel like if they sell it to a network, I, I feel like... It depends on who It depends on who wants to take it, because, True. like, or, you know, let's say that somebody, you know, maybe not even a huge network, somebody, like, in the WWE, you know... Oh, well, that would be Peacock. Ha- well, I mean, like, I'm trying to, yeah, big Peacock do, but I mean, there's been people who have been in the WWE that have been a part of it, you know, Booker oh. T, one of them. Yep. Uh, you know, who's to say that somebody who they've, you know, even Kevin Smith, who's been a part of it, if what if they wanted to do something and expand upon it mm. further, liking the concept of the, of the wrestling stuff? 
Because I mean, I think that's what set it apart from most everything else in the oh, no, for relations sure. is is that you know you and and I would say the same thing about the USFL that just wrapped up. The USFL had like a corresponding little documentary that came before every single game, and that and for me made the games better maybe made me more invested because mm. like you know you get the storyline so you're like oh you know this guy who's the running back for the stars he you know does all this stuff for the community but and he also went out bowling this week in birmingham <laughs> and like he plays the guitar and so like you just know you know all these people when they're when they're playing on the field and you're like oh yeah that's the dude who was just plays the guitar and was on bowling the, the documentary this week <laughs> Or on the documentary this week was at Rodney Scott's barbecue, which is like right down the road for me. So it's like, it's like, Oh you, yeah. You know, but it was really great that the Birmingham team ended up winning and Birmingham hosted all the oh, nice. events for that. But, but that's what I'm saying. You know, that's what makes the snowdown so cool is that it had those storylines that made you like really care about somebody's mm-hmm. like journey. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I feel like they'd have to have something like that. They ever picked it up. Well, it's it's now time for pitch it, baby. The schmodown's gone. Movie fights no longer is really popping. It's time for pitch it. Rise up. Look, I'm letting y'all know now. Follow the boy. I am the champion for the reason I'm I'm putting down the belt because I want to let people know that I'm willing to fight for it. I'm not scared of you, Peter McGinn. I'm not scared of you, Ian Hawley. I'm definitely not scared of you, Jake Madison. Or you, Shemit Dua. Not scared of none of y'all. And I'm not scared of you new guys who just joined. So, <laughs> one word, One verse 16, you and Little Reg. Me, uh, look, Little Reg don't want that smoke either. I'll beat him too. He don't, he don't watch enough stuff. He don't watch enough stuff. Bridgerton, his Bridgerton knowledge not getting him a dub. Uh. But um, but yeah, but so <laughs> excited to know about what's going on. Pitch it later. But let's uh jump into the news. We'll try and run through it pretty quickly so we can talk about the boys. Yeah, the boys um, is great right now. Holy shit! Let's get started. Uh, the first thing up for Star Wars is that Andor has an official timeline. The season one will take place. The whole season will take place five years before Rogue One, and then they already have for season two that each episode grouping will be a different year in Cassie and Andor's life. The first three episodes will be events that happened four years before Rogue One. Episodes four through six will be three years before Rogue One. Episodes seven and nine will be two years before Rogue One. And episodes 10 through 12 will be one year before Rogue One, leading up to the events of the movie. Do you so like that? that? only makes me expect that in season two, you'll get Alan Tudyk. Ah, okay. Do you like uh, the idea of them splitting up season two, four years, three years, two years, one? Oh, I like that they're telling us up front. Yeah, you know, I true. think that, that, you know, if you know that that's what you're expecting, then you know how to take each episode. Each episode and, yeah. and if they release them like this, I would appreciate that. That's They really need to release them in clusters. So it's like, okay, four years, uh, five, three years, two years, one year. But I mean, this is for season two. Like, we, we still got to get through season yeah. one first. Yeah. So we'll get season one, I believe, next month. Yep. Uh, so that's something that's going to be really exciting. And But I like this as an idea of moving forward. I, I like this so much that I think that some of the other shows should think should about utilize it. That. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I, I think it depends on how, it, if it works. But I could totally see, like, Acolyte using, like, some sort of model like this where... We season one, we meet a character 
And like in season two, it's like, okay, here's two years later, three years. Like I, I could, I could see Acolyte working in that model of how Andor's yeah. doing it. Yeah, but I'm really excited for Andor. I think it's going to be the best one. Ooh, I know you are, but I don't think it's going to be better than Mando. But I do think... It, well, yeah, maybe it not has, better than Mando, but I mean, like, besides Mando. I think it has potential to be the second best because, like, Obi-Wan is the second best right now, but I don't think Obi-Wan lived up to what it was supposed to be. I think Obi-Wan is a solid 7 out of 10, but, like, Andor could be 8 or 9. Yeah, and you're putting Kenobi behind Vision, right? Oh yeah! Like, oh shit! Been, I told you. Like that's how you're saying. Oh yeah, I'm, I I go Mando Visions Kenobi. I don't even know that. But which, which oh, how you do Mando it? Visions every other animated show and then Kenobi. <laughs> but we can't count Clone Wars and Rebels. The we're, talking about, we're talking about new stuff. New stuff. I'm yeah. not putting Bad Batch before Kenobi. You tripping? Bad Batch is not that good. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but next up we'll talk about someone who was in Star Wars at one point in their life Natalie Portman she wants a Thor Captain Marvel crush does she not know she's so, about to die <laughs> exactly but anyway what like, this really makes me want to bring up in, instead is like one we haven't seen the movie yet so you know we don't know too much about where her character ends up at the well, end. Well, look, I know in the comics, yeah. the only reason why her ass is Thor is because she got cancer. Like, <laughs> she takes the power of Thor and it heals her, but it also rapid, like, when she stops being Thor, it rapidizes her cancer. So, like, I don't think Natalie Portman is making it out. Well, they might let her make it to, like, at least one Avengers movie, but she's about to die. Yeah. So, I mean, like, maybe if that's what their plan is and they're going to give her some more movies, then this could be something. She can't but get more than one say, or two. Like, there's no way. What I was going to say is, like, actually a movie that I'm starting to gain a little bit of favor for is is Marvel's. Mm. The one. Are you watching uh, Miss Marvel? A few, a few years. Yes. I like. Is it good? I'm, I, I don't know. I think it's. It's hard for me to tell other people that it's good because mm. it's something that you just have to like just watch. You have to, to gauge for yourself because like I've enjoyed watching movie coming of age yeah. stories and you know even if it's not superheroes. Yeah, true. so like that's I enjoy it because like it is just something that I would usually watch, but mm -hmm. it's also wrapped in Marvel, which makes me like it a little bit more because like it's not so heavy. I, I just don't like that the other shows are like, oh yeah, we gotta be like this connected universe or whatever. And like Miss Marvel's like, okay, well I'm gonna tell my story. And you we'll can connect. tell that it's in yeah. within the world, but we're not slapping you in the face with it. Okay, I might have to give it a shot. I still haven't watched a single episode. I told y'all that was not my cup of tea, but now that you're saying you like it, uh shout out to listener Tori. Shout out to one of our listeners. He was telling me I should watch it. Shout out to our listener Lost, Lostastic. He likes it. So, like, I got, I might have to give Miss Marvel a shot. Yeah, it's really good filmmaking. People said it's like one of the better Marvel TV shows, like, in terms yeah, of just quality. Yeah, it's really very well made. Okay. Fuck yeah. yeah. Good for Miss Marvel. Um, but the other reason I say that is because of Monica Rambo and uh, WandaVision. Is so you get Monica Rambo, you'll get Miss Marvel, and you'll get Brie Larson. As long as they don't give hold, better writing. As long as they don't hold Monica Rambo like they hold uh 
her mama and Maria Rambo and fucking yeah. Dr. Strange. Bro, I'll never get over that. How can a boulder kill Captain Marvel when we saw Brie Larson fly through Thanos' ship at uh, 50 to 60 miles an hour, but a little column falls on her and kills her? Nah, bro, that don't make no sense. Don't make no sense. Multiverse of Madness, that's why it's trash. <laughs> For shit like that. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next up, we got our trailers. Let's, uh, let's talk about the two superhero ones first. So we got Harley Quinn season three. Nice. Um, I think it's looks looks pretty funny. And that's, yeah. just, that's just the way that shows just keep doing the same thing that they've been doing. They, and now they the don't need to change course. that Harley and Ivy are officially in relationship, which just yep. makes things more funny. I love it. They don't need to change course. Keep it raunchy. Keep it dirty. This is the if DC was like the boys yeah, in the right. sense of raunchiness. Uh, I love the fact that Batman has a foot fetish and started licking, was about to lick Catwoman's toes. And she was like, not tonight. Nah, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. Like, need to see that. Joker's running for mayor. Need to see that. I'm assuming Lex Luthor's running for something. Want to see that. Starro takes over. Like, there's so many good things that I saw in this season. Also, very interested to see. Did Starro take over in that one, too? He did. Oh, wait. I might be thinking about the other one. Yeah, I might be thinking about the other one. My bad. He might have. I'm not sure. But uh, either way, I'm excited. The most thing I'm excited for for Harley Quinn, besides just the season, something that could happen this season is seeing Kite Man get hula hands and for his spinoff of his right. Cheers Again. bar, his supervillain bar. That's what I'm looking forward That's to. definitely going to happen. Yeah, like I want to see Kite Man's Cheers bar. So There's going to be one episode devoted to that, I'm sure. They should just have one episode where Harley and Ivy walk into the bar, get a drink, and then they leave. And then it's all about the Kite Man bar, like a backdoor pilot almost. I, I could see them doing that, or I could see them, Harley and Ivy having a story at that takes place there. When they're, at the bar? It's like, or it's like, you know, one of the classic Batman animated series recap episodes where yeah. like Harley and Ivy are back, go to that bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Talk about something that happened prior to either now either way. Flashbacks. I think it'll be uh, if not if it's not what I said. I, I think it'll one hundred percent will be what you said. But need a backstory, a backdoor pilot to Hula Hands. Need it. And now we'll uh, talk about the straight to DVD animated DC movie Battle of the Super Sons with uh, Damien and. I West just wish Donna. it wasn't three D. If it wasn't three D, I would be more behind this movie. But it doesn't look bad. Three well, D ish. Yeah, yeah, 3D yeah, it doesn't look bad. And, it, it's just not my this, cup of tea. I, I feel like wise. I thought the voice acting seemed pretty good. I thought like the, the story you know, is this, interesting. This is the sorrow um, takeover. Mm-hmm. And to see the uh, new guess, world's finest take on not only their fathers, but the Justice League. It's going right. to show the potential of Damien and, and John. But Super Sons, the comic is incredible, which this is like, I'm pretty sure they're basing it off of. So I'm 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 excited for this. Just wish it was different animation, but I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, we'll see when it comes on HBO Max. I'm sure. Facts. Uh, so <laughs> let's talk about some of the. Uh, let's talk about. Did you see the Hocus Pocus one I said, or did you? No, I, I told you I didn't watch that one. That's the one I wasn't. <laughs> All right, watching. yeah. I, I, you know what I didn't know though. A short little thing. It's just like they're back. I didn't know Sarah Jessica but, yeah, Parker was a Hocus Pocus witch. Yeah. Like. In, in the OG one, it doesn't look like her. 
But in this new one, no, that's her. Oh, it definitely looks like her in this one. Yeah. It's like, well, what is Sex in the City? It, sex is her and Jessica Parker doing in this this damn movie. <laughs> if she's getting paid, then she's getting seen, right? Yeah, for sure. That's a fact. Like when she was younger, it was easier to hide everything with like her makeup. Like, yeah, I could tell it's her looking back on it, but but it definitely in this new one, you can tell. You can tell that's SJP. So that's just whatever that is. Yeah, yeah I don't care about Hocus Pocus. Some people love that shit. Um, I'm, I'm just not a Hocus Pocus fan. Did you see rap shit? Yeah, I watch every other trailer but Hocus Pocus. Rap yeah. shit looks good. I'm gonna watch that. Okay. Rap Issa, shit looks real good. I think I love how Issa's tackling a subject that's really big in not just rap Twitter, but black Twitter and shoot, even white Twitter is just big everywhere about how female rappers only rap about sex and like their ass and their pussy. Like, is that okay? Like how, but when men rap about all they rap about is sex and no one says anything. So I think that's a very interesting concept. Having a woman uh, as having a woman rapper as the lead that wants to be more introverted, not introverted, wants to be more introspective and not necessarily rap about sex. But then she realizes the only way for her to blow up is to partner with her old high school teammate who's a, a thought and knows how to do the thought IG shit, but she's not talented. So you pair the talented one with the thought IG and we get rap shit. I'm, I'm interested in that. I'm sold. Like, I, I want to see it. Yeah. I'm wondering what the, I feel like this would be a good 30 minute one. I don't know if that's yeah. going to be a 30 minute one or 40 minute, but like, if, if I don't I think I it needs to be myself, an hour. I can see myself sitting down and watching five of those episodes in a row. Yeah, same. It, it, this has potential to be like a new entourage slash California, more like Californication where you get a, a person that's either famous or trying to be famous and then they start their careers and now we get to see what their careers are like. Oh, well, you know, it kind of made me think about Dave. Yeah, true. True, 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 true. I wonder if we're going to see actual, actual famous rappers in this. Issa could definitely pull it off, but I think it would be interesting if they kept it contained to their universe. Like we, we, right. the famous rappers are people we don't know of. Yeah, I can see so, that. Either way, I'm into rap shit though. All right, um, let's talk about the resort. It's going to be a series exclusively on Peacock. I think you said this was the weakest of the. Yeah, like. I, I look, I, I like the trailer, but I definitely thought it was the weakest of them all. Like even weaker than the it, animated ones. I, I definitely didn't think I was going to be interested in it, in it at first, but then as it progressed, I remember talking about it and I, you know, I do think it could be good. You know, I'm just, you know, it's usually not where we, what we see these two actors doing. Yeah. So it's like, are, are they going to pull it off or is it going to be too funny? You know I'm I'm team uh, Kristen Melody, so I'm watching anything she's doing. And that guy, and, uh, that's the guy from The Good Place, and good apparently place. people have been fan casting him as Mr. Fantastic because right. uh, apparently, well, not apparently, me and you kind of called this, but Krasinski's not about to be the real Mr. Fantastic. Like, it's going to yeah. be probably Glenn Howerton. Probably from... Or it's going to be someone who is African American to make because a play of, on yep. Jonathan Majors being as Kang. his son. Yep, one hundred percent. So I could see, if, and if it's a white guy, they're gonna say like he had like you know mixed mixed down the line. Like I'm okay if it's a white guy, but to your point, 
it makes sense if it's a black guy and, th- and that black guy that they uh, have, I, I don't know his name, but good place guy. William Jackson Harper. William Jackson Harper could be Reed yeah. Richards, 100%. I, I would also like it if it was like Raul Cooley, because I think Raul Cooley could pull it off. And then that, yeah. that, that, you know, connection to the Kang stuff. So, but, but yeah, just had to point out the Krasinski thing because he's not Mr. Like Kevin Feige was like, yeah, I just did that for the fans because it don't matter. <laughs> yeah. It fucking sucks. Sorry, Krasinski. Um, but that's the resort. It'll be on Peacock exclusively. Mm-hmm. So, so. I'm about to get Peacock, so maybe I'll check out. I like it. For Love Island. I like, I like Peacock it. a lot. Um, speaking of of that uh with love island us coming up i didn't i forgot to mention in this in the notes but sarah highland is going to be the host of love island us on peacock oh isn't that so the, the uh, uk host no she's uh she was on modern family sarah highland oh okay she that's the, the oldest dog love island us yeah okay wow talk about a and change so now, in careers <laughs> so now she's gonna host this one summer dating show near a beach and her fiance is going is continuing to be the bartender on bachelor in paradise oh so her fiance is of reality dating modern family daughters dating wells oh well, going to marry wells yes see i watch modern family now so this is like fucking well so weird so weird it's kind of weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the resort. Let's talk about Paper Girls on Amazon. Paper it, Girls was cool. It made me laugh out loud. I think it's pretty <laughs> funny. It's going to be like, that's a show that's going to hit. The comic is incredible. I'm I'm actually excited for that. Like, I think that'll be a big win for Amazon. And like, I think it'll be a big win for girls everywhere to have like a, their own superhero show, so, their own comic book uh tv show so i think this will be big yeah i, I thought it look, looked really entertaining i think mm-hmm. it's gonna be a pretty good series and i like the main actress that's my girl i don't know who that is you the the asian actress oh you're talking about the older yeah the older version the older version i don't know margaret. none of the young versions of those kids was that no it wasn't margaret Cho, was it that was uh i think that it's uh i don't want to say the wrong name because the name i was thinking is totally not her like i know for a fact it's not her oh ali wong i love ali wong ali she's wong. great yeah yeah ali wong. all right so the next one we got is blackbird and apple tv i believe it's a movie and oh that one looks like ray Liotta's last film uh, Taron Edgerton stars as a guy who gets put in prison. I don't know what for yet. Yeah, we don't know. But, and way to the way to ensure his freedom is to transfer prisons into the maximum security psych ward and try and befriend yep. a serial killer who they believe killed more girls but hasn't admitted to it yet. They 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 only have one body and they don't know where all the others are. Paul Walter Hauser. Looks fucking insane. He he looks wild with that bob cut. That no, it's not even a bob cut. He dude looks like Lord Farquaad, and then talking in that high pitch ass voice, creepy as hell, man. Creepy as hell. Yeah, really creepy. And Taron Egerton in an American accent. I don't know if I've ever seen him in 
in the movie where he's doing the American accent, but he's about he's about to blow up. I'm telling you. Ooh, Darren Edgerton. I think, I think yeah, because he apparently came out of a meeting with Feige recently, so he's mm. probably about to get cast someplace. Wolverine, man. If they bring him in, it's got to be what, Wolverine. That's what people are expecting. Dude. So he's about to do that, and you know, Kingsman three is about to come out again, so make, you know, he'll have another big movie in the theaters. He needs, he needs it because, like, because well. the first Kingsman had him on like the map. He gets the Elton John movie, but then like kind of falls off. Which was awesome. Yeah. And he was in Eddie the Eagle, which was also a really good movie. He Eddie Eagle was really. He had been doing the Sing movies, so I guess that's where he was getting a paycheck. And then he yeah. did that Dark Crystal TV series. He's starting to be the guy that you call if you need someone to sing. And can sing good and, actually well. And he's also, you know, lending his voice to a lot of different things. Yeah. So that's kind of what he's been up to. But uh, he'll have Blackbird, and then apparently he's going to be in the uh, the Tetris movie. <laughs> Weird. Don't need a fucking Tetris movie. But, but the Blackbird yeah. trailer looks absolutely insane. I'm interested in this. Like, what a weird movie. An interesting concept. It's either going to be like really good or really or, bad. Yeah, one hundred percent. I agree. Uh, so let's talk about see how they run. That has say Saoirse Ronan and uh, Sam Rockwell. They're Looks the, fucking great. The Looks two cops trying to solve a whodunit at mm-hmm. a theater. Yep. Who killed Adrian Brody? Who did it? And it looks awesome. Knives Out started this whole new phenomenon. And I think this movie is going to be more akin to Knives Out than Death on the Nile. Like there's two yeah. there's two categories of this movie now nowadays. It's the Death on the Nile category and Knives Out. And you don't want to fall towards Death on the Nile. You want to fall more towards Knives Out. And as an alternative, I think it also kind of leans towards that Amazon series, The After Party, True. where it's kind of comedic. Uh, say, Sir Sharonin is Little you know, White Lotus, the, too. Little White Lotus, yeah. Sir Sharonin plays a cop that maybe isn't as keen, mm-hmm. um, but she's the a little she's dense. The brute force. Yeah, and Sam yeah. Rockwell's the uh, the, uh, the the ideas and the 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 brain behind it. So I think it's interesting because you know Sam Rockwell is usually a villain in most mm-hmm. things we see, and Sir Sharonin is the, usually the really the like intelligent thinker. But uh, if Sam Rockwell's the lead, he's always like a dirty person. <laughs> like it's right. never like this clean cut hero. So very interesting role for him. Yeah. So I'm excited about that one. And the one that I was actually surprised by was the George Clooney and Julie Roberts yep. reunion for Ticket to Paradise. I agree. Uh, I thought that I was going to think that this movie sucked and Trash. did not need to be made. But it actually looks like it's going to be a pretty funny rom-com. Uh, you got Billy Lord and Caitlin Deaver. Uh, Caitlin Deaver is going to play the daughter of Julia Roberts mm-hmm. and George Clooney as a divorced couple who are back for their daughter's wedding. But the the catch of this is is that they want to break up the daughter's wedding because they don't they think that wedding is like a sham. Marriages are like a sham or something. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, it is funny. Well, okay, well, yeah, no, look, I'm excited for this. Uh, I think the amount of just slander between George Clooney and, uh, oh, how am I blanking on her name? Julia uh, Roberts. And Julia Roberts, the amount of just jabs they throw back and forth at each other is hilarious. 
the fact that they tried to hide the rings and then Clooney turns on the wife and then the wife has a moment where she turns on Clooney and, and then in the end, they all fall, fall in love again. I am into this and shout out to Caitlin Deaver. Love seeing her do stuff, but the humor in this is what sold me. I'm not a, a guy who likes these types of movies, but the fact that they took it there and like was really funny makes me want to watch it. Yeah, you know, I'll bring this up again when I talk about another story that we have is that sometimes there's a formulaic movies that we all, all like in different generations. And, you know, now I think we're going to start seeing this generation have these, you know, script. You know, yeah, I wouldn't say script, but like movies that formulaic movies from that we always get. This is one of those. This is your classic uh Funny rom com. Reminds you of Mama Mia. Good and that type it, of style. Just done well. Yeah, I agree. Oh uh, yeah, the, Ma- the Mama Mia people it, are the it, ones who are. It reminds me of Mama Mia, just without the singing and more funny. Yeah. Um, but let's move into the stories. So your honor is going to stop after season two. Good. Uh, Brian Cranston <laughs> was on a podcast recently. He was like, "Yeah, so we're." Doing a season two, they told me that it was like the best that they got the best numbers of any show that Showtime's ever got. So we decided to do it again. But it's going to be done after that. It should be, man. Like, I don't even know what they're going to tell in season two. So that's why it's like, oh, y'all still going like the sun's in jail. It's over with pops. Pops probably can't even be a lawyer, no or a judge anymore. So it's like, what the hell right. is happening? Unless they yeah, make. I don't- the Italian mafia dude, the fall guy. Maybe. I don't he know. We'll be. see how, how that all turns out. We're excited for season two of that, I'm, but I, like you I, said, I am, I'm, I'm glad it's going to end. Like, I am excited for season two, but like I said, I, I'm ready. I'm glad it's not getting any more. If you had, if you asked me tomorrow, you could get season two of your honor or season two of heels. I'm taking season two of heels right away. Yeah. I, mean, I can wait on your honor. Supposed to be multiple seasons. Yeah. Your honor told a told a story. Like, I thought so your honor see, see how much was more can go from there. perfect for the one thing. That's like the night of them coming back and doing a season two for the night of. Right. The night of didn't need a season two. Exactly. Yeah, you just so, can't. You can't really do much more with that story. Nah, not really. Uh, so HBO is bringing back Kate Winslet the star in a series based on the Hernan Diaz novel Trust. In the series, when a wealthy financier reads a novel based on his own life and is dissatisfied by his and his wife's portrayal, he asks a secretary to ghostwrite his memoir and set the record straight. She, however, grows uncomfortably aware that he is rewriting history and his wife's place in it. Interesting. Okay. Good for Kate Winslet. This could be a, a, you know, uh, uh, not necessarily Mayor of Easttown, but something that's a thriller and, you know, maybe has some thrilling moments in it. Yeah, it's going to be some kind of thriller, that's for sure. And mm-hmm. any Kate Winslet's after Mayor of Easttown and her pairing with HBO is always going to get people to watch. So. Why, yep. Ever since Mayor of Easttown was good, and now it's time we'll to see. get you some more Emmys, Kate. We'll need to see a trailer just to see what it, how it all comes to be. But it's only in early development. They haven't found the screenwriter screenwriter to turn the novel into a script okay um michaela or sorry michaela cole yeah 
John Totoro and Paul Dana are joining uh, Donald Glover and Maya Erskine and Mr. and Mrs. Smith series at Amazon. Ooh, talk about a good cast. Maya Erskine, Donald Glover, Michelle, uh, Michaela Cole, who's coming off one of the best shows HBO has ever put out. She like the story that she told with that with that show in the way she got destroy you. Uh, wait, what? Or, um, which which one are you talking about? It is. Hold on, I'm about to tell you to you right now. Oh, uh, yeah, I may destroy you. Yeah, that that That's show is insane. So for 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 her to be in it, and then you get classic John Turturro coming off the Batman balling out, and Paul Dano coming off the Batman balling out. Like I'm into this, and let me let y'all know, I watched the Batman again on the plane. Best movie of the year, still. But I got, I got a number two. But we'll talk about it on movie on the rise. Uh, so yeah, I mean, having John Turturro and Paul Dano and Michaela Cole jump into this as you know, clout, kind of a, that's clout, yeah, for sure. Because I mean, at first we were like, okay, Donald Glover, Maya Erskine can do a Mr. And Mrs. Smith. Well, no, at first it know. was Donald Glover and Fleabag Lady, and we were like, ooh, right, this is dope. But then changing to Maya Erskine, it's like, oh, we love Maya Erskine, so this is great. But it seemed more comedic. But you add three serious actors to this with M- Michaela Cole, John Turturro, and Paul Dano. It's like, oh, so is this going to be a serious show? Yeah, it definitely changes the vibe. mindset on yeah. how the show's going to go, for sure. So I'm excited for this now. I really want to see a trailer. I mean, Same. of course, they haven't filmed it or anything yet, but I mean, like... No, I'm with you, I, 100%. I'm ready for this thing. So Amazon has an upcoming live action series about Godzilla and the stop Titans. Stop it. Just stop. Like I saw Godzilla <laughs> versus first five cast members. I saw Godzilla versus Kong 2 announced, and I'm like, that monkey don't want to go again. He got his ass whooped. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh exactly. Yeah. Why are we gonna get a, a, a sequel to that? And also why are we getting the show? So in the show, and they know all they're gonna do battle, is show humans. Yeah, in the fun. In the show, following Thunder's battle between Godzilla and the Titans that leveled San Francisco uh, and the shocking reality that monsters are real, one family journeys to uncover its buried secrets and legacy linking the secret organization known as Monarch. Bruh, are we fucking serious? Like, the movie just didn't fucking do that? The same thing of the family discovering the monarch secrets? What the fuck is this? Boo, this is trash. Apple TV, y'all better than this. Y'all better than this, Apple TV. This is a ripoff of all the movies I just watched about fucking humans, and I can't get a movie about just Godzilla fighting. This is trash, trash. Look, in Godzilla, I, I, I think there's things that we just need to retire. Godzilla is one of them. King Kong, another. Just retire it. It's over with. Don't make no more. Don't make no more. Facts. Like Jurassic make more Park. Pacific Rims. Jurassic Park needs to be retired as well. Did you see Dominion? No. Horrible. Don't watch it. It was horrible. Horrendous. <laughs> I can't believe I would watch that. Like, oh my gosh. Talk about a shitty movie. Retire it. Don't bring it out no more. I don't give a fuck about Chris Pratt doing stop. Stop, Raptor. Stop. That shit not fucking working. Fuck that movie. Fuck Godzilla. And fucking call- retire. It's over with. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. It's it's played out. <laughs> it's done. Like let it go. 
Um, so next we got Hugh Grant and David Thewlis. They've signed on for a series regular role in Charlie Covell's mythological epic Chaos for Netflix. The series is billed as a bold, darkly comic contemporary take on Greek mythology, exploring love, power, and life in the underworld. Nothing is sacred in Covell's bold reinvention of Greek myths. Think tracksuits, not togas, except the treachery and arrogance of a bunch of inconstant gods and their cosmic machinations. Um, and Grant is going to play Zeus, and Thulis will play Hades. Okay, this sounds interesting. So it's be about the underworld for the most part, but I think like what they're trying to say is going to be like a more modern interpretation of like these Greek stories. Okay, and it's going to be more about the relationship between the brothers and their dynamic than, let's say, gods fighting. I can get behind that. Right. You hired good actors. Thulis and Hugh Grant are some of the best, so I'll watch it, but it's, it's, it has an uphill battle. The trailer has to be good. Yeah, and it is a Netflix show. That's another thing. Netflix wild. Yeah, for real. Uh, so we've talked about True Detective season four. We know that Jodie Foster will be in it, but they have now cast Callie Reese alongside her. Mm-hmm. Reese is relatively new to acting, making her on-screen debut in the 2021 film Catch the Fair One. She also de- helped develop the story for the film in addition to playing the lead role of that movie. Uh, Reese is best known for her time as a professional boxer, having held world championships in multiple weight classes. Um, Reese is also a motivational speaker and vocal supporter of the missing and murdered indigenous women and girls movement uh, and teaches young native women how to fight both physically and vocally against the targeting of native youth, which we assume that since this was going to be, I believe, what was it, Alaska? Yeah, Alaska. And it probably would be talking about natives, indigenous yep. um, people. So that kind of tells us more of what this is going to be about. Mm-hmm. Um, Wind River, bro. <laughs> and probably a story that could be almost realistic. Yeah. I mean, not almost realistic, but almost true. Like it could be taken from a true story. 100%. This, this reminds me of Wind River. This reminds me of the Ryan Reynolds one. Like there's a genre of this type of story and I'm into it. I'm glad that True Detective's right. doing it. Cause like, and honestly, this could be the bump that it needs. Like season one, immaculate. Season two, eh, Mahershala Ali season, a little bit better, but eh. and now season four, it's like, okay, Jodie Foster telling this story that's like Wind River, something that we love. And it's like, this could get back to Rusty Cole, Matthew McConaughey levels of, of uh, True Detective. Right. So I'm excited about that. We'll see now that we that got the, the duo. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we should be getting a trailer here pretty soon. Uh, so the Russo brothers will direct the electric state for Netflix. Millie Bobby Brown is set to star with Chris Pratt and talks to co-star of the film follows an orphan teenager searching for her brother with a mysterious robot and an eccentric drifter. Uh, Okay. We have the agent conversations for actors that we like that need to get new agents because they're putting them in trash movies. Chris Pratt is, you know, I'm not going to say I love him to where I want to talk to his agent, but come on, Chris, you got to stop taking all these bad movies for money, bro. Like, this is ridiculous. All these damn movies for money, you just putting out ass after ass after ass. What are you talking about? Chris Pratt. 
Yeah. This you don't think this is bad? What ass movies has he been? Hold on, on, I'm about to tell you. Chris Pratt got some ass. Hold on, bro. Like Jurassic World's trash. I'll give you that. Tomorrow ass. War was good. He was an onward. Onward, I thought was man. Not gonna lie to so, you. Like, and, and he's cast as the Guardians. Voice. He, okay, but see this, I think it's more so of what I know he's talking about Mario and Garfield. He's the cat, he's the voice of Mario, he's the voice of Garfield. He's doing this electric state. Cowboy Ninja Vikings never coming never out. Never gonna happen. Like yeah. oh, you Jurassic World was trash. Onward was okay. Uh the kid ass. Uh let's see. It's just like I feel like he's just doing too much. Like maybe not. Well, I haven't seen the terminal list yet. Maybe not bad stuff. He's just too too in the spotlight. Like I don't care about you, Chris Pratt. See, like I I don't think we should be getting onto his agent too too hard because he's got he's been getting he's making money. money for sure. He's been getting his money, and you know some of the stuff that he does when he does get to be the lone ass. Action hero isn't that bad. Tomorrow War is not that bad. Yeah, Tomorrow War is not. I'm I'm excited for Terminal List. I don't know about Terminal List. It's already I, out. Is it not good? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's it eight point one out of ten on uh. Oh, there you go. On IMDb, it's not bad. That's not, not bad, bad at all. Let's see what the Rotten Tomato score is. Do they give us this? That's on IMDb. Be way more accurate than IMDb. No, it's not giving us the uh Rotten Tomato. No, no, score. they don't. I'll pull that up. But yeah, so what well, what was it? And then Millie Bobby Brown. I mean like, Yeah, she trying to break out. Well, I mean, she needs to get off Netflix. Her, her <laughs> she definitely needs to get off on Netflix. If not, and, and not, she's gonna and be, not be and not be the only other thing that you do uh be the Godzilla movie. Yeah, where you're the, the fucking human Ooh. that no one gives a fuck about. Ooh, tomato score 37. 37. Ooh. But audience score 93. It's only been out. It hasn't even been out for a week. Oh, <laughs> so we shall see if terminal. I like the people good. who are in it. Yeah, I like okay. You got Chris Pratt, Constance Wu. I'm gonna say this though: when you see Taylor Kitsch, he can he can burn a show. <laughs> he burned True Detective. <laughs> yeah, but I, sure I but I also like Raleigh Keough. Yeah, Raleigh see, Keough. So I was like. Yeah, you know, it, it sucks that if if it truly isn't, it truly is that bad. <laughs> top top critic from uh, Empire Magazine. If you enjoyed Jack Ryan, Reacher, and uh, the Michael B. Jordan one, uh, whatever it's called, it goes. She goes. This is the show the algorithm would say you should watch next. Ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> we should start reading some Rotten Tomatoes comments. On just certain movies. Like, here's another one. It's a hard sell, if only due to the murky filming of the action or the just relentless grim narrative. Not good. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. fucking funny. The algorithm is trying to give us Ruthos, Russo's brothers, Netflix, Millie Bobby Brown, Chris Pratt. <laughs> don't don't trust it. <laughs> don't trust it. I'm not trusting the Russo brothers no. until after the Gray Man. Now I know you haven't seen this season of Barry or whatever, but there's an episode, there's an arc in Barry that's going on with like his girlfriend mm-hmm. who um, 
she has this show and then her show gets put on like hulu for a day <laughs> and then got kicked off because of the algorithm oh my gosh and then, then and so they talk a lot about the algorithm and it's just so true that the algorithm is basically driving i've read an article about netflix where like people are saying within netflix um offices that they're foregoing good scripts for the, for the algorithm, algorithm. Like yep. yeah that's why they're putting out trash but hey you want to know something crazy and maybe we need to do it on run it back like just pull a fast one but project x has been trending on netflix i guarantee you within two to three years if it continues to get the analytics that it's getting they're gonna put out project x too yeah or something like it yep and all they need to do is either starring do- addison ray Look, no, stop that. Stop that. Give us some, like, uh, Caitlin Deaver. Give us some good actresses. But it's either going to be... <laughs> Caitlin Deaver is never going to do that. It's either going to be three women in Project X, two, or give us the black cast, where it's it's the, the black party Project X, which would be incredible. <laughs> I'd watch that. They do it terribly, though. <laughs> so they remake House Party, then. They, like look, but be. no, make it Project X. Gotta be Project X level, like fuckery. That's, yeah, I, I know what you're going with. Yeah, like we'll the see. box. I think you're right. I think it's gonna happen. I look the algorithm. It's gonna happen. Um. So, one actor we haven't heard his name in a while, Logan Lerman. Oh my god, he is going to be in the new <laughs> movie with Phoebe Devner of Bridgerton. They're going okay. to be in a rom-com called The Threesome oh, uh, from gross. director Chad Hardigan, <laughs> described as a high-concept, character, character-driven character comedy in the vein of Knocked Up. The film explores the aftermath of one impulsive, seemingly in... in I don't know that word. One oh, seemingly bad decision. Yeah. When a young man's perennial crush leads him into an unexpected threesome. He thinks it's his ultimate fantasy come true, but when the fantasy ends, all three are left with sobering real-world consequences, forcing them to take responsibility for their actions, even if it means compromising the lives they've always envisioned. Mm, okay, and that's that's innocuous. Yeah. So is that what that word was? Yeah, I haven't seen Logan Lerman since Hunters. He was good in Hunters. I actually thought he was like one of the best parts. Him and Al Pacino. So would have thought he would have got some more. So he needs this to hit. But I don't know if I'm choosing the threesome rom-com is the thing after Hunters. I just don't know. I mean, it could be all right. It could be. They need the cast to be great, like the supporting cast. And they really need a good director, someone who, like, loves to make comedies. Yeah, the guy that they have is this guy, Chad Hardigan. Mm. Um, and he recently directed something in 2020. It's called Little Fish. Okay. With uh, Olivia Cook in it. Okay. And Jack O'Connell. A couple fights to hold their relationship together as a memory lost virus. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. It was that, it was that one that was like in COVID times, and it was kind of like COVID. So, yeah, that was, like, weird and not very well-timed. But, yeah, other than that, he hasn't really done a lot. Um, He did something with, the only thing that looks comedic is Morris from America. 
which is mm-hmm. Craig Robinson movie. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Craig. <laughs> Um, okay, so, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see if it's good. Um, that's two good names to have for the algorithm. Yeah, it is. Uh, so the pioneer woman, Reed Ugh. Drummond, gross with Guy Fieri on food net on a food network competition series called Big Budget Battle <laughs> in six in the six hour long episodes. Three home cooks must shop on budget in Flavor Town Market armed with only a small amount of cash must buy all the ingredients needed to make an inexpensive and delicious dish and the contestant who proves to be the best cook and the thriftiest shopper will take home the trophy and a year's worth of groceries what's the difference between this and guys grocery game zero like it's just one game in guys grocery game okay so the fact that this is uh one big like a one big battle one budget battle guess so i think like maybe because it's going to all flow together i don't know if it's gonna be six hour long episodes of just like there's a winner after every episode and i don't know if there's an ultimate winner but i'm thinking it's going to be like in a case in a sense procedural where every six hour long episode is going to have a winner who gets a year's worth of groceries oh okay guy loves his alliterations man big but big bad budget battle but like he knows he's diners, drive-ins, and dives, triple D, triple G, guys, grocery games. Where or is triple it? B. It should have been just big budget battle, triple B's. Like what? <laughs> quadruple B's. It's nah, I don't like. Even I don't like quadruple B's. Plus, he's teaming up with the Pioneer Woman. I don't fuck with the Pioneer Woman. I ain't barefoot contestants <laughs> suck. Damn. <laughs> I don't fuck uh-huh. with Reed Drummond and I don't fuck with the with uh fucking the barefoot contessa. All right, well the, the next three we got I got three things here to pitch you. Okay. Uh with these next three stories. So the first one, Rebel Wilson and Tra- and Charles Melton are attached to star at K-pop, Lost in America. <laughs> they don't South have to filmmaker me. JK Yoon <laughs> is directing and is this is written by Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer. The story follows a breaking K-pop group that finds themselves mistakenly stranded in Waco, Texas, just days before their American debut at Madison Square Garden. Uh, Left with no phones, no money, and no transportation, the group must overcome their differences and and a host of crazy obstacles to make it to New York City. Along the way, they learn to love Texas, and Texas learns to love them back. Ugh, this doesn't sound good. (laughs) Also, what do Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer know about being a K-pop star? Why are the white men writing about being a K-pop well, star? They know how to, they know how to be Texans and embrace other <laughs> cultures. I suppose that's a thumbs down for this one. Well, my whole thing is like, if they're from South Korea and they're trying to get to New York, how do they end up in Texas? In Texas like it should have been they flew to no LA to like, Chicago. If you fly to, to LA, there, there's no way you're even going to Texas. You're going yeah. like. Chicago to Denver to Chicago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Makes no sense. Again, thumbs down for this one. What's the next one you got for me? (laughs) All right. Next. Catherine Newton and Cole Sprouse are set to star in Focus's Lisa Frankenstein, directed by Zelda Williams from a script written by Oscar winner Diablo Cody. So in 1989, the film follows an unpopular high schooler who accidentally reanimates a handsome Victorian corpse during a lightning storm 
and starts to rebuild him into the man of her dreams using the broken tanning bed in her garage. Oh, so Catherine Newton's the uh, high schooler? I assume. Because I was about to say, Cole Sprouse knows damn well he's too old to still be portraying a high schooler. Catherine Newton is too. I don't know. Catherine Newton, you can kind of believe. Well, actually, no, never mind. Once I saw how her body looked in real life. I was like, no, man, this girl, not no high schooler. Her and her and Cole Sprouse aren't. This is another, this is another thumbs down. Like, uh, See, you know, these- my only pushback of this is that this is basically Encina. So this is just the, the formula repeating. And now we're, instead of having a caveman be reanimated yeah. into high school, now it's going to be a, a dead Victorian. <laughs> so i can i can see where like this could be good generationally yeah or, like i okay. prefer encina man but the gen zers could prefer we prefer this man. okay all right so, you we'll kind of convinced me on this one so that's that's your middle yeah you i was gonna say thumbs, thumbs in the down <laughs> in the middle and now katie o'brien dave franco and ed harris and jenna malone have joined kristen stewart and anna barishivlikov in Love, Lies, and Bleeding from A24 and Filmport teaming up on this pick, the film is described as a romance fueled by ego, desire, and the American dream. Mm, okay. Okay. So it, it, it's basically going to be a romance fueled by ego, designer. Okay. I'm into this. Look, Dave Frankel, Ed Harris, Jenna Malone, Kristen Stewart. Hopefully there's a, some thrilling aspect. I'm going to give this a thumbs almost up i need to see a trailer right it's like it's not so, in the middle but it's like in between the middle and up yeah so those are some of the interesting new things that i saw i was like huh okay i like that pop lost in america no i don't like that <laughs> uh, so, so jason schwartzman he's the latest to join the hunger games prequel he's going to play Lucretius Lucky Flickerman, the host of the 10th Hunger Games and ancestor to Caesar Flickerman, oh. who uh, will become the voice of Pan Am, who was played by Stanley Tucci in the original Hunger Games. Oh, and Jason Schwartzman, I could believe, is like the grandpa of Stanley Tucci. I believe it, yeah. Yeah, no, like 100%. Kind of looks like him a little bit. Yeah, so I thought that was just a good casting. Yeah, that is. So Fleabag, Breakout Star, Andrew Scott, Normal People, Heartthrob, Paul Mescal, The Crown, OG, Claire Foy, and Rocketman actor Jamie Bell are all on deck for Strangers um, that Andrew High has adapted and will direct. Strangers follows screenwriter Adam, who one night in his near-empty tower block in contemporary London has a chance encounter with his mysterious neighbor, Harry, that punctures the rhythm of his everyday life. As Adam and Harry get closer, Adam is pulled back to his childhood home where he discovers that his long-dead parents are both living and look the same age as they did or as they died over 30 years ago. Mm. I guess it's going to be kind of a thriller. Yeah, thriller, a little mystery in there. I'm interested in this. This the the uh, synopsis doesn't sound bad. And then you take Claire Foy, Jamie Bell. I'm into this. Yeah, I, I like the actors. Mm-hmm. I think it sounds interesting enough to want to see a trailer. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you 100. Also, 
real quick. Did you see your man is gonna probably be Hercules? Who from Ted Lasso? Yeah, no, Ted Lasso. Uh, Marvel's Hercules. Who from Ted Lasso? The guy with the be the uh the the creator of the show. Oh, Goldstein. Yep. Is gonna be the Disney Hercules? No, it's gonna be the Marvel Hercules. Oh, okay. Well, that's that makes more sense. Like the MCU Hercules. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. See, we're still trying to we're still trying to cast Hercules for Disney right now, so you know it's confusing. Like it's one hundred percent gonna be Brett Goldstein, and he he actually really looks like the MCU Hercules a lot. Well, good good for him. Mm-hmm. Ted Lasso's about to wrap up, so exactly. So. We shall see. Um, so the next story we have is Romy and Michelle are getting closer to their reunion. I put this in because my girlfriend made me watch this, one of her favorite movies, <laughs> Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Oh, you have to watch uh, that too? 1997 that's cult of, comedy. Bro, that's, cur- that's one of her favorite movies in her top That's five. what I'm saying. So, like, that's what you should tell her when you get that they're going to make a sequel. And is your girlfriend get, excited about Lisa it? Kudrow and Mia Sorvino are on board. Oh, they're both on. Okay, uh, is she excited yeah. or she thinks it's gonna be a cash grab? Uh, I think she's kind of she's excited. I think that it could go one of two ways. It could be a cash grab or it could be done pretty well. Because like, if you think about it, the concept is interesting. Because like at this point, it's like a fifty-year reunion, so it's yeah. like you can tell the same stuff, but like now you you know do elder comedy. Mm-hmm. And since like now, and we- they're and they're gonna act be exactly the same. Exactly. Most likely. And, and I was going to say, since now me and you are at the 10 year mark for our high school reunion, it's like, OK, we can kind of relate to this people having reunions now. And because I'm I'm going and I want to see people act ass like I'm just ready to see people clown, lie about their lives, all that shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, I went to mine a few weeks ago. Oh, you had yours right. already. Damn. See, my, my class yeah. tripping. We had it. We rented out a brewery. Nice. Mm, okay okay fuck yeah uh no one got too drunk though <laughs> see nah that's what has to happen i need people to be getting drunk and them to start hooking up with each other like high school and me gossiping yeah, about too, it too the many next of these day. people be you know <laughs> having kids and stuff they just don't want to like you know turn <laughs> fuck it, uh geez. so cameron diaz is officially out of retirement she retired? 49-year-old. Yeah, she <laughs> retired in 2018, apparently. When? And she's coming back to star alongside Jamie Foxx in Netflix's action comedy. Who she told? Who she told she retired? <laughs> she must have, like, had some kind of, you know, she probably put some t- video out there on Twitter. She <laughs> make it on ESPN. I'm about to look and see, like, her retirement. Like, when did she, did she drop a, a video like apparently she's coming out of retirement thanks uh to Tom Brady. Apparently Tom Brady was like, "Hey, we need you back." <laughs> Weird. That's that's what she said. She was like, uh basically DS come out of uh, uh, uh um coming out of retirement uh will soon be joining uh Jamie Foxx, the Oscar winning actor. Uh, took to Twitter to announce that his next film, Back in Action, will also star in uh, Diaz. He shared an audio recording, this is Jamie Foxx, of a phone call between himself and Diaz and Tom Brady. At the beginning of the call, Diaz and Michigan got anxious, and then Tom Brady was like, yeah, do it, Diaz. Unretire. You're one of the best. Cameron Diaz is not one of the best. Stop it, Tom. 
Stop Tom it. Brady, he, stop it. Man. Tom Brady's trying to get Cameron he's, Diaz to star in his one of his movies. Maybe. <laughs> she is she gonna play uh his wife? Giselle? Maybe. I could see that. She can play can Giselle or she can play the first wife. He had a first wife. I don't even remember his first wife. She was the girl who gets with Detective Spooner and I Robot. Oh, uh, okay. 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 Gotcha. Um, but anyway, so back in action. Jamie Foxx, Cameron Diaz on Netflix. The algorithm speaks again. In the middle. Or actually, <laughs> towards the thumbs down. Uh, so James Cameron, he says that um, he might stop directing Avatar after Avatar 3 and leave it up to other directors to pick up Avatar 4 and 5. Bruh, just end it! Stop! Like, if you're not going to direct... Bruh, I've been hearing about James Cameron directing Avatar 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 for like 6 years. No, longer than that. It has to be 10 years now. For a decade. Like, if you're not going to make it, just stop. Retire. You know what? Let's add another to the retirement. Navi and all them damn uh, Pandora niggas. Put them in retirement. Jake Scully, like all that shit. Retire them. Like put them with Jurassic. You, you don't want to see Sigourney Weaver come back and play as the, the niece, daughter. Yeah, the daughter. Like what? How does that make sense? No, no, no. End it, please, James Cameron. But you know what? I think it's gonna end it. When this movie comes out on Christmas and no one gives a <laughs> fuck. <laughs> like, everybody's about to go to Shazam. Like, Warner Brothers, they know. I'm not scared of Avatar. What the fuck? Movies, if, if, this, yeah. was, if this was 2012, maybe I'd be scared of Avatar. Two years after this, it's been damn near 15 years since the first movie <laughs> came out. 15. No one gives a fuck about that Fern Gully remake. <laughs> yeah. I, my whole thing is like, he should not be allowed to direct If he says he wants to give us five <laughs> Avatar movies, then his ass better do five. Five, Avatar yeah. You like, can't don't pass be trying to pass this shit off to somebody else because they don't want it. Let me Trash. tell you right now. <laughs> they don't want it. <laughs> like, bro. He was like, oh, yeah, we're going to film them all back to back to back. Nigga, your ass don't want to do that shit no more. No, I'm with Schubert. They got to make him do If I'm the studio, you doing it. You're not passing it off to nobody because that's how we get Avatar 5 as a flop. If we're going to do this, you got to do it all the way. Because, see, I think he knows no one gives a fuck anymore. These Navi were cool because it was technology, not the story. Like, I don't give a fuck about Jake and Zoe Saldana. There's a reason that you had to put it back out in the theaters is because no one wanted to buy the DVD because there wasn't a movie that you rewatch again. Exactly. It was a a theater theater, uh, spectacle. We didn't advance so much that there's not too much more spectacle James Cameron can do. You can't get any more spectacle than Avengers Endgame at this point. Oh, you can't get more spectacle than deep faking Luke uh, fucking Luke Skywalker. Like right. what? Or deep fake Tom Cruise. Right. So make him do but it. But that's pretty much all we oh no, is there any oh no, yeah, no, we, we do have, have some more. more. Yeah, okay. Uh, Emma Roberts is gonna be in cast in that Adam Webb movie. 
So I, they, I don't know. They're, they're casting like every white woman ladies in, in Hollywood. <laughs> Sydney all I know Sweeney. Is Sweeney's going to bring him to the to the screen. That's all. That, Look, Sydney Sweeney bringing me to the screen. Her as Madam Web. <laughs> she too hot for that. They got to cast us like uh, Gwenpool. Or no, not Gwenpool. Uh, uh, Gwen Stacy's uh, Silk or whatever. Spider Gwen. Yeah, Spider Gwen. Yeah, Spider Gwen. Yeah. Um, and then I got some renewed and canceled. So canceled. Time Traveler's Wife. Good. Right. Uh, Duncanville. Damn. Duncanville got canceled. I was set. Damn. It didn't make it, but. I get it. It's not as popular as like the Great North or some of these other animated shows. And like, I thought Amy Poehler would have kept it around, but I guess they're like, nah, it's not doing the numbers. Let's get another one in there. Now I'm excited to see what Fox Fox's next adult animated show is. Right. Uh, woke. Oh damn! Canceled. Poor uh, and... what's his name? Poor uh, coach. No, not coach. Poor Winston. Yeah, Winston from New Girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Field of Dreams TV series of Peacock is no more. Oh, darn. <laughs> um, but what is getting renewed is Old Man. Yeah, another season. See, I thought it. I'm, I'm, I don't know if I want that. Yeah, I thought it was going to be one season done. Season? This dude almost died filming this one. <laughs> How are oh. they going to do another season? All right, question. What if it's like White Lotus where we're getting a new old man? <laughs> a different old man. I'd be into that. Like, it, this this show becomes the old A-plus Hollywood stars coming in for their last hoorah. This was Jeff Bridges. What if the next one's like George Clooney? Or like, what if like John Lithgow has even more secrets, and you got another CIA opportunity? That's what I'm saying. Like, like it, it's 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 Clooney, or you get an older actress like Jodie Foster, even though she's doing True Detective, but that's the the style. You know, go get one of them, someone to be the new Jeff Bridges. But I'm I'm excited that old man gets another season, in the sense that what we're talking about. But if it's Jeff Bridges coming back. I need to see how the show ends. Like, I can't, I can't judge it right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it, exactly. the show, when you watch the first two episodes, it seems like, oh, well, this is ending this season. Like, it's not, it's not yeah. going no more. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, we'll see how it ends up. And But it's coming back, season two. For real. Well, with that being said, it's now time for the segment of the show where we suggest one movie or multiple movies or tv shows that coming out this week or has just dropped is called movie on the rise shuby what you got for us um i'm gonna check out the honest movie just because i want to see how they do it <laughs> uh, are the you really honest movies out on disney plus i'm probably gonna try and check that out at some point maybe not right. next week but uh, you know if i get the time i'm gonna try and watch the honest movie i just want to see Let's see what it's about huh yeah. Well, well, let me know I don't if it's know good. the story that well, so you know, I'd at least like to get a general idea of what the story is. Now I feel you. If it's good, should I watch it? I just need to know. It's, it's probably not good. But anyway, <laughs> um, now we as we get into July, I'm pretty much going to be on reality TV all the time. Uh, mm-hmm. Big Brother's coming out tomorrow as we record this on the the, the fifth. Um, so. 
Big Brother to be on three times a week. Love Island UK is on every day. Love Island US starts next week. Uh, Bachelorettes starts Monday of next week. So uh, I'm being tapped in on reality TV for the whole month. Hell yeah. So uh, Bachelorette, when, what's the date it starts? Do you know? 11th. Ooh, okay. I'm going to watch that. I'm definitely going to watch that. All right, so I'm trying to look to see if there's in because there's some anime that I can say, but I'm trying to see if there's any new, you know, TV show that's out or all right. I guess I know what I have to say then because Netflix doesn't have, you know, did you say Spider uh, Spiderhead Chronicles or uh, from Netflix, the Miles Teller movie? Did you say that before? That's been out. Okay, so it has been out. Okay, well, yeah, all right. for like three weeks. I got what we're doing. Um, so two animes are out. That's new. Spriggan is one. Spriggan is incredible. It's about this guy who works for this government organization, and he has to stop terrorists from taking, stealing these artifacts that may have magical powers. Spriggan is great, and then Bastard. It's some heavy metal, new age, just rock and roll man fighting demons type shit but if you love reality tv netflix has a bunch of good shit right now not only does it have iron chef but it has the new season of alone if you like naked and afraid if you like survival shows then alone is the show for you basically 15 or 10 people go to a remote location but they're not together They have to stay alone. And the person who survives the longest wins half a million dollars. Schubert, one of the people got to 68 days and I was like, oh, y'all was out here for 68 days, but they're out there longer than that. They're trying to get to 100 something. So it's like alone. That's a good reality show for sure. I got one. I was looking on to see what was going on at Amazon and they got another reality show that is out. It's number six on their streaming platform. Ooh, what is it? Uh, the synopsis is, it's been said that by the age of 25, most people have already met the one. They just don't know it. Mm-hmm. Six lucky singles embark on a new social experiment where for the first time this question is answered. What if the person you're meant to spend your future with is, is someone from your past? One by one, people from their past will enter through the portal to surprise the singles with a chance at love. Oh my gosh. Crazy. That sounds that, pretty wild. That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm into that. Uh, 10 episodes. Oh, it's out now. Yeah. So where can I watch this at? Peacock? No, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay. Okay. I'm going to have to check this out. Yeah, I was just looking. I was seeing what was on Amazon and people have been watching it. It was on the list. Okay. That doesn't sound too bad, man. I'm. I, that sounds pretty, pretty interesting. I'll give it a look. So anything else you got from Movie on the Rocks? No, that's it. All right. Well, let's talk about that's the it. bear, talk about Love Island. the boys in Love Island. We'll do the old man next week because the bear, I'm confident. Right, yeah, that's fine. All right. We can do the old man next week. Love Island, bruh. Davide? Davide coming for these hoes. <laughs> Davide coming for these hoes. Davide. Davide, bro, those dudes got so insecure when Davide walked in. That one dude who was with the horse girl and he was like, she just doesn't want me, mate. 
She just doesn't like me. And they're like, nah, bro, you can't read the room. You gotta, you gotta just keep pushing, fight for her, fight for her. And I'm like, why y'all telling this man to keep getting embarrassed? This girl don't like him. Right. Maybe y'all can't read the room. He's read the room. He knows. But y'all keep telling him, oh, no, no. You don't see what we see. She likes you. She wants you, man. What? What's wrong with y'all? When she told him... Uh, Bro, I don't no, even remember that dude's name. Me neither. When she told him, no, you're not getting a lap dance, I wanted to cry. I was like, damn. Yeah. Hurtful. But you go kiss Davide. <laughs> Have you seen Davide's six-pack? That's why. <laughs> Who did he end up choosing? I forgot. Uh, Gemma. Oh, Horse yeah. girl. Horse girl. Yeah, for sure. But I don't even think she'd have... I thought he was going to choose Paige. He should have. Yeah. Paige is hot. Paige is the one. Who Who is and with Paige? Like is, she with that t- is she with that tattoo guy? I hope not. What like now? Like as far as I am? Yeah. Or oh no. Okay, thank God, because that tattoo guy no. sucks. <laughs> so that's where you're at. So what that dude that you're talking about that was with Gemma? He hasn't even left the villa yet. No. Oh no 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 no! That dude's left. Yeah 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 yeah. I'm talking about yeah, Lucas with guys. Gemma. Okay, Lucas with Jim. I Luke thought Gemma now and Davi Day. Oh, Davi left her. Okay. Real, yeah. Is that yeah, yeah, with like, some someone from at, Casa Amor? So like you, so like you don't know who Ekansu is, then, huh? Uh, uh-uh. uh, nope. Okay, so yeah, no. I mean, Casa Amor is going on in real time, but like, okay. for us U.S. watchers, we're not at Casa Amor yet. Also, got, like, I feel like dead. the black dudes and their girls not a mix. Like, I feel like them girls don't want them dudes. No, the guys don't really want them. Yeah, like I feel like they're waiting for people to come in. Yeah, Dami is pretty cool. The guy I like, Dami Amber. That's the uh, that's that's the one with the buzz cut, huh? He doesn't have the braids. Yeah, yeah, I don't like the one that wears the Crocs and paints his nails and all that shit. You don't like the guy who wears the Crocs with the little Naruto giblets on it. No, you don't I like don't. your fellow anime, bro. No, on, I don't. On Love Island. <laughs> I don't fuck with He's that guy. He's telling India about you know his favorite Naruto intro. <laughs> Wait, he did that? No, 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 no. <laughs> he didn't. I was about to say, but damn, he, I like he, the guy he might now. Well, be and this is not being aired. <laughs> but uh, no, um, the, the stuff where I'm at right now is hinging on Dami, like. Oh, okay. I have a lot of like where I left off, like stuff's going down with Don. So it's his so. choice. Okay. So he find him a lady. He's he's moving off Amber. That's that's I'll say okay. That. Okay. Is, is the new girl like, hot? I was not, I, I don't want to spoil that because, mm. like, because, mm. like, you know, is someone there already that I know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> is it Paige? That's what I need to know. No, no. Which one? Tell me which one it is. I need to. Is India? Is India? You going after? Yeah. Wow. He's moving Amber, off. Amber gonna be pissed. But India, you could always tell she kind of liked him, even in the beginning. She kind of wanted him, and she was That's mad. Like that what they've been talking about in the most recent episodes. How like they're like, oh, yep. I would have rather had him. Mm-hmm. You could tell she was mad that 
they gave her the one she got and not uh, Dami. So, okay, for sure. I'm I'm ready to catch um, up then. Shit, yeah. Yeah, and you don't know the big thing that happens. Like, they do have a big twist. What's the big twist? Tell me so I can be excited. All right. So, um, so there's, you know, where you're leaving off, there's going to be two new girls who come in. Mm-hmm. And so, like, stuff's going to happen with that. People, somebody's going to leave. And then um, there's a new boy who comes in. The new boy who comes in is Gemma's ex-boyfriend. They did that to her? Damn. Yeah. That's fucked up. Is she taking it well? Yeah. I mean, she was like, it was a year and a half ago. I mean, I feel like they did we're that. We're over. I moved on. I feel like they did that because she's 18 or 19 to like 19, to yeah. show if she's like fully matured and whatnot. Because like I ain't never seen her yeah, do but, that before in Love Island. That's but, fucked up. But he's with Paige. He with Paige. Ooh, so is he a yeah. good looking dude? He plays rugby. Oh, so, so dude's probably buff. That, yeah. That oh, okay. Good for Paige. Paige deserves someone as high quality as she is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Love Island is kicking. They, okay. They're about to start the the public is voting people off in the episode. I'm about who's, to watch, who's so. Tasha with? I'm excited to see that. Oh, same guy. Oh, she's with that dude. Like uh, she, she like flirts with like every dude who comes in. Yeah, she and does. still ends up staying with the dude. I feel like she's staying she's with him like, because she's scared that no one's gonna want her. Like I feel like that's something her fear. like that. Crazy, but that guy needs to leave something her because like I don't think she, I don't think she want him. But the one argument I had with my girlfriend the other night about Tasha is like. I kept saying like stuff about Tasha and she's like, you can't be saying stuff about Tasha. I was like, just because <laughs> Tasha is deaf does not make her immune for, yeah, being, for sure. doing stupid shit. Hey, like, and I'm going to keep it a bean. Shit, I'm going to call her out on it. I'm going to keep it a bean. When she told everybody she was deaf, I felt like that was like, hey, pay attention to me, everybody. Like, I know it was to get her story out, but you just met these people. You could have told them individually. You didn't have to tell them like that. I don't, I don't know. I just didn't like the move. Maybe people say that's hater, but, you know, she's strong. She told everybody on national TV. I just thought there was a better way to do it. Yeah, all, all I'm saying is, like, you know, what she does within her personality has nothing to do with her being her definitely. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. So she that's get, how I'm she getting made it. fun of. She does something fucked up. I'm going to call her after doing something fucked up. And all her, and all her little comments <laughs> yeah her problematic comments <laughs> um but yeah let's let's talk about the bear uh i've only seen uh, four episodes i think oh okay so you saw four okay that's how many i've seen yeah Ooh, perfect my good i hate their cousin the cousin who keeps yeah, saying the bro why does and he I, keep doing and, this like stop. and i don't like the the woman which one the one who's always fucking shit up and always saying like no operating glaze and like when she running better bro, like when she when, when the she, black girl was fixing everything and she turned that fire up and fucked up the roast i was like look lady i'm sorry your methods don't work but you need to stop being mean to this black girl and, and let her do her job Right. Gosh, I hate the no hablo inglés lady. Her and fucking cuz. Stop calling me cousin. Stop it. Stop fucking saying that. 
but Lip is great in it. And hold on, I'm gonna get the uh, I'm gonna get everybody's name because I can't keep calling uh him Lip and the black girl. Can't do that. Yeah, his so, name's Jeremy Allen White. Carmen, that's his name. Carmy. Or yeah, you're talking about Carmy. That's his character name. Carmy's great. I hate Richie. Right. Richie sucks. Oh, Sydney's great. That's her name. Sydney's great. Sydney, yeah. And oh, funny enough, Marcus, the dude who makes bread and desserts, that's Lionel from Odd Future. Oh, there you go. Yep. So um, I uh, like that I he's th- in there. Uh, episode three, when Joel McHale pops up as like the asshole chef, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Joel McHale. When he's like, say you're tough. Or yeah, say, say, say I'm not tough. I'm not tough, chef. Oh, I couldn't deal with that. Like Joe McHale was just being an asshole. You need to die. Don't tell me I need to die. And what type of shit was his brother in who owned the restaurant? The brother was wild. I think we're going to find that out. And it's going to have something to do with John Bernthal showing up later. I think John Bernthal is the brother. Oh, yeah, he is the brother. But I mean, like yeah. that, John Bernthal is going to be in the next two we're episodes? Not episodes, but he's gonna be in two episodes down the line. So like mm. we're gonna see him getting in sketchy shit. So you know if John Barenthal's being cast to play his brother, you know he's gonna be getting in some stuff. Yeah, he's gonna be doing some fuck shit. Oh man, but I love it because it's like it's people say it's a real representation of how the kitchens are. So I'm all the yeah, way in the bed. And now that I'm watching Top Chef on the reg, like it's like I'm really kind of catching the lingo or whatever. Yep, so. behind chef. Yes, chef. We corner. Chef. corner. Yeah, uh, what's the other fucking? There's so many. Oh, but I love it. And then when they took his knife, I was like, "Oh, you don't take a chef's knife." I know he yeah. was mad. And then what's another thing? The amount of debt they're into that guy three hundred thousand. They never gonna pay that off. No, <laughs> dude's gonna break his legs. <laughs> like, holy shit! And the fact that he was a James Beard winning chef before he came to this. Is like whoa, bro! Like that's huge, and I hate how cousin keeps downplaying his achievements just because he's a fucking hater. He's salty that Frank left Carmi the the uh, restaurant and not Richie. I wouldn't have left Richie shit either. Richie can't cook. Richie can't do shit. Like Richie's not even a good handyman. Like, there's there's an episode or whatever where like Sydney's yelling at him. She's like, "You're not firing." The orders. Yeah. Like, can you not use a computer? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He was just like, just typing it in. And Cammy was just like, stop, stop, Sydney. And I was like, nah, stand up to that man. What's wrong with you, Cammy? Clowning. Yeah. And then, oh, I love that Maddie Matheson's in it. <laughs> As the handyman. Do you know who that is, Maddie Matheson? From Food Network? Oh, the hand, yeah, the guy who's playing the handyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with all the tattoos. Yeah, he's big yeah. in on... Well, he's not on Food Network anymore. He's big on Vice now. Dude's a great cook, so... Love that he's in there. But I'm, I'm yeah, all the way in on the band. The show critically, like, it's, you know, critically acclaimed. One Look, of the I think shows. it's one like, of the I best new shows. If it's going to get some conversations later. Emmy? I don't know if it's an Emmy-worthy show, but I, I definitely think it's one of the best shows there of the year. Be- you know, it might get a writing nom. Okay, I could see that. That's that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it will get something. Like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised see. if like something like that happened, or like if someone like if one episode is directed really well. Mm. 
Jeremy like Allen White. Did not know Lip's name was Jeremy Allen White. Yeah, um, I actually, I was, I'm sure you've, you, I mean, you know the watch, the Ringer podcast watch. Yeah. Yeah, they uh, interviewed the girl who plays the CEO on The Boys, Ashley, mm-hmm. her character. Yeah. And she and Jeremy Allen White went to the same performing arts high school in New York. Oh, right. wow. I thought you was going to say they, they dated. I was like, oh, go Ashley. No. <laughs> No, they both came up in like the same class. Okay, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, he's older than he looks. Like he's a lot older yeah. than he looks. I mean, he was playing, you know, lip for so long. Yeah, I know. So, but Love the Bear, legit, legit great show. Glad we stumbled upon it. Now let's get to the boys. Oh my gosh. So do we believe that Soldier Boy is telling the truth or do we think he's faking? Is he Homelander's no, Is he Homelander's he's dad? telling the truth. Okay. I mean, that's it. I, I was like, when it happened, I was like, that was so obvious. Like, I don't even know why I didn't fucking know that. So, like, but that what, you know like, what that tells me? Stormfront's probably his mom. Maybe. And I think she found out, this is my theory. She found out that, oh shit, I'm Homelander's mom. She eats, she kills herself, eats her tongue. <laughs> no, nah, I don't think I watched it. You don't think so? All right, all right, yeah. all right. I'm just saying because Soldier Boy said that him and Stormfront had a relationship. They need an egg. What egg did they use for, for uh, Soldier Boy's I thought they sperm? said that it was the, like, I thought that they were trying to say that the lady who was, he was already, oh, wait, no, uh, the woman who died. Um, but now he was he was banging her, right? Yeah, not milk man, not milk woman. So I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think it, I think it might be Stormfront. Weird. Which would be but, super yeah. weird. But Soldier Boy, Homelander's dad. Now my next question is: Does he follow through with Butcher's deal of now we got to kill Homelander? Hell no. Oh, see, I I could see him killing him so he could take his spot. Well, we had to kill both these dudes anyway, so we might as well just get <laughs> Now, another thing, are we going to see Huey or Butcher take permanent V? Because I don't know if you noticed, but there's permanent? one vial that, like, she gave Kimiko the thing, and then there was another vial of V. Like, go back, like, go back and look. Kimiko didn't take two vials. She took one. They still have one of permanent V. Who's going to get it? Is it Huey? Is it Butcher? Who's going to get the permanent V? Probably Butcher, because I think Huey still hasn't fried his brain yet. Mm, okay. And, yeah. and Huey's whole arc is that he's going to find that he didn't need the soup stuff to have the confidence that he needs. he's getting from it. And yeah. like it doesn't benefit his relationship with Aang. So and like, Butcher needs like, it he's, because he's yeah, a broken He's going to learn a lesson, and then Butcher is going to have to take it, or, or else he's going to die. Yeah. And that's pretty much what and now he's everything he hates. Yeah. Mm, okay. Okay. I like that. Also, shout out to Mother's Milk for knocking out that QAnon Homelander troll. God, I hate right. I hate Janine's stepdad. Oh, I hate that fucker. That white guy was like, nah, the media's lying. Starlight. Starlight's trafficking these chi- these kids. Bruh, Starlight? What's wrong with you? What you talking about, my guy? <laughs> yeah 
I, that all that stuff is like really hilarious. Mm-hmm. And like, I love like the the bit where like he's making that speech on there, and even the politicians on the side are like, "Oh my god!" Oh, like what? What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> Homeland is losing it, bro. And I love how Maeve was like, "Hey, is that concealer? Wait, you got your ass up? Yeah. You scared? Oh, it is the best day of my life." <laughs> And, and he tried to make her feel bad by saying, oh, yeah, Maeve, I'm keeping you alive to get your eggs so I can make new kids. And Maeve was like, I don't give a fuck. Your ass got your ass beat. <laughs> yeah, you're going to die, partner. <laughs> Loved it. Uh, the Black Noir stuff. Wow. That stuff was wild with the little animals. Yeah, what's I didn't like I couldn't tell. Like he's like on drugs or is he just like I think he's just crazy. That yeah, he's that just that crazy. fucked up. Yep. I think he's just that fucked up from his brain. And seeing how Soldier Boy bashed in his skull with that shield and how he fucked him up and burned his face on that car. I get it. I get it. Black Noir's had a big grudge for that dude. But I don't think Noir can beat him though. No, he definitely can't. No, I get his ass whooped. So it's like, damn, bro. So like, where did that end up with him? Is he like going to go face Soldier Boy? Is I think like- I think he was I think he was thinking of the decision of it's it's better that I face him now than him come try to find me. Well, he doesn't even have to do it alone. Like Homelander is t- already like you're my boy. Who knew like, going to team up with two. Homelander? He can't team up with Homelander now. That's home. That's that's his, that's his daddy. Homelander is not going against his daddy. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, that's all he's wanted. Black Noir is going to be working with the boys. That'll be interesting if that happens. That'll be hella interesting. Um, I'm trying to think of some other stuff. Oh, Starlight filming Homelander on the, uh, the live? Genius. Genius. Homelander should have been smarter than that. Like, why is she asking you... Why are you asking all them questions? Being suspicious, assuming? Like, nah. I had to, I'd, I'd have been like, Starlight, why are you here? Aren't you a terrorist? <laughs> I just started saying dumb shit. Like, I'm not giving you what you want. Her ass bring it up. So he admitted to killing uh old boy in that video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, and eight, he said uh, that Maeve was away. Yeah, Maeve is locked up in jail. Isn't it crazy that A-Train took the white dude's heart? <laughs> yeah. And now they're trying to and make a movie. Run. He can run, but they're trying to make a sellout movie about him and his friendship with Blue Hawk. Bro, I would come out and say, Blue Hawk was a racist piece of shit. Fuck that dude. Because why am I uh, listening to Ashley? No, what they were trying to do is they were trying to like, make his origin stories about how he was like selling crack and that oh, yeah. and then trying to say that Tom Hanks is his trainer. Blindside type No, my brother was my trainer. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, uh yeah, whatever. We're gonna make the your movie. Brother, we your, brother's, your brother's brother's dead. got broke back. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also the deep leaving his girl. I didn't know the deep's girl had that nice of an ass. When she turned around and walked away, I was like, whoa, he's leaving that to go fuck that octopus? What a fucking weirdo, deep. Well, you know, she just could have been a little bit more open-minded, London. <laughs> she should have let the octopus lick her? Ooh, <laughs> nasty. 
No, thank you. That's what the Logan Lerman movie is going to be about. (laughs) Also, what do we think Victoria Newman asked Homelander for? Um, Probably something for her daughter, I would Mm. assume. Okay. And what do we think the mind control dude told Soldier Boy? Because it it was more than just, oh, you're Homelander's father. They were there for too long. Um, Probably something about Black Noir. Mm, okay. okay like maybe it was all black noir's idea or like that yeah you're right who, like that's, it. that's exactly what i think it is anything else i'm missing well here gasm we never talked about it oh we didn't talk about that oh okay well look i thought episode six was the best episode of the season so far i thought it Arguably could be the best episode of the series as a whole, but I thought Herogasm was over overhyped. The, the episode was not about Herogasm. It was more about Butcher, Huey. Storylines. Yeah, it ver- Butcher, Huey, and Soldier Boy versus Homelander. Uh, and then also Mother's Milk and, 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 uh, and Starlight. How do they get along? Frenchie versus the Russians with Kimiko. Like, it, the orgy was like, I don't, like it was just the background. Yeah, it was the MacGuffin. Like it wasn't like yeah. the way they made it seem was, oh, we're gonna be in this orgy for the whole episode. Like they 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 made it seem like it was gonna be well, some big shit, but it, it wasn't as nasty as I thought. Like it just wasn't. No, I mean it was good or whatever. I thought the termite uh, thing yeah, was more nasty like, in the first episode, splitting that yeah. dude from his dick. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that's that's part of it too. It's like. Yeah, what you did in the first episode is like way wilder than like what you did at Hero Gasm. Like, like we've already seen the dude with stretchy dick. That wasn't that nasty. That wasn't that nasty. Yeah. When we saw like some dude like ice a dildo and sticking in a prostitute's <laughs> butt or something. Like I don't know. There really wasn't like that too crazy as stuff. Going the grossest thing and, like, was the big dick is... dude having his dick fly around or seeing the toilet cams. And as you sit down, have really <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it served it served well with the stories. Like, I feel like it didn't diminish our storylines. No, it didn't. We were having at the moment. So, like, it didn't, like, distract, but it didn't really add that much. Yep, I agree. It was I just kind of a set piece. But, yeah. you know... And it's kind of it kind of sucks because it's a little bit wasted in the sense that if we see even spinoffs, then, like, you know... Now they've, you know, they, they could have established that Herogasm was at the island or whatever. Like, but now yeah. it's like uh, just something that they can just be like, oh yeah, so we're gonna have Herogasm in our house. But see, I I think maybe they they could like depending on when the uh college show takes place. Honestly, it should take place pre whatever's going on with the boys. Like, it should be. I think like. I think like they should have a hero gasm for the college kids. That's like spring break. Yeah, I'm with you. And but like have it to where it's five years before uh, a Huey's girlfriend dies the at the boys. end of Ant Train. Yeah, that makes sense. Like that way we can worship the heroes. We don't have to see them as we see them now. And as they're doing right. crazy shit, it could be like, wow, what the fuck? All right, that's a good point. So, but so that's probably what they're gonna have to do. With that. But that fight between Soldier Boy, Butcher, and Huey versus Homelander, badass. It, to me, that was probably 
the best jumping more so than when the girls get it done jumped uh stormfront like when butcher yeah. shoots homelander with them eye beams he was like what the what what in the world <laughs> and then when huey punched him and teleport he was like oh fuck no <laughs> Yeah, he was like, what the fuck? What are y'all doing? <laughs> y'all are killing yourselves. And we, they was like, shut up, Homelander. <laughs> but uh, he's right. That, and then A-Train that, killing that, Blue Hawk. Oh, A-Train killing Blue Hawk was beautiful. I was like, thank you, A-Train. Finally stop being a hoe. <laughs> yeah. But how did his, wait, how did, how did, how did uh, Blue Hawk's heart survive? I just thought about that. That's a good question. Like, shouldn't his heart have been, you know, destroyed from the ground? I don't know. Yeah, weird. Weird. That's a loophole. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Are you sure? 100%. Um, anything else from this episode? Because Hero Gasm, I feel like I said, it's about the fight. We talked a little bit about the sex stuff, but, uh, oh, I guess Starlight coming out to the world and doing the live thing. And quitting the seven. Yeah. And then they I mean that and that was what spawned like how Melander doing all that stuff, being like, mm-hmm. oh, Starlight is crazy Star- person. Starlight's a human trafficker. Shut up, Homelander. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think that's uh do we oh, think I oh, love Paul ahead. Riser's character? Who's he? You know what I'm talking about? He's the agent. Agent, the agent, the agent, the the one who like talks about fucking all the movie stars. Oh, in the parking lot. No, they're in his apartment or whatever. And he's fucking. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, the old man that smokes the cigars. Yeah, yeah, I like that guy. <laughs> and and like the one scene that we didn't talk about that's pretty funny is. Soldier boy smoking that weed. And Huey. (laughs) Smoking weed with Huey and being like, oh, yeah, man. No, look at these dads nowadays. You know, (laughs) America's father, Bill Cosby, would never do something like this. And And then then he was like, yeah, Bill Cosby, he was such, he had such a good strong drinks. drinks." Yeah. (laughs) And then the next episode, Huey's like, Bro, Butcher, why are you buying this dude weed by the pound? He was like, I got to keep him sedated. He was like, more ganja. And when he was like, man, I arrested so many people for this. Crazy. Now I love it. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. And the soldier boy, uh, how, how many times have you took Butcher's dick up your ass? Because you're doing too much. <laughs> when he told Huey that. Bro, Jensen Ackles is a really good actor. I did not know Jensen Ackles yeah. was this good because I don't watch Supernatural. And but Jensen Ackles has come in and arguably become the second best actor behind Carl Urban and Tony Starr. Like I, I have Carl Urban and Tony Starr tied for number one. Jensen Ackles is right there at Soldier Boy. Like he's did incredible. You know that, uh, Carl Urban and uh, Anthony Starr were both in Xena Warrior Princess. I did not know that. <laughs> it was just an actor too. The other day, no, I just okay. knew that them two were in it, and I didn't even know that Anthony Starr was in it until I saw this Twitter thread. But I knew that Carl Urban was in it because I heard about it on a podcast. He played like a big role on it, actually, and he had bleach blonde hair. 
Oh my gosh, really? That's one of those things where you're like, damn, Carl Urban has been in the industry for a long time. He has, man. And like, but so I is feel... Anthony Starr in, in this case, now that they were in the same show. Look, you know, I love Anthony Starr's uh, HBO show. Uh, hold on, I'm about Banshee. to tell you. Banshee, yeah, Banshee. Banshee is great. Like, Banshee is super great. But Carl Urban should have been blew up. Like, the fact that his first real big, 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 big character is Billy Butcher. Like, there's so many guys. Oh, I guess Judge Dredd. No, preacher. Preacher? He's not a preacher. Is he not preacher? No, he's not a preacher. It's just a dude that looks like him. He's Judge no. Dredd. Like, to me, his biggest roles are this one and Dredd. And, and like, Dredd is so and he good. Was in the Star Trek movie. Dredd should have got a sequel. And, and they don't even use and him in the Lord Star the Trek Rings. movies. He's the doctor. Yeah. And he's, and he's uh, in Lord of the Rings. He is in Lord of the Rings. Who is he in Lord of the Rings? I forget. Who's he in Lord of the Rings? No one that He's important. Yomer. Yeah, I was about to say, no one that important. So, like, Carl Urban's finally hitting his stride. I hope he gets more movies, man, because he's a great actor. Yeah, yeah I think he'll get some, some stuff moving forward. And same thing I with was, Jack Quaid. I need I to see Jack Quaid in more shit. No, I didn't watch the show. Oh, you don't want Jack Quaid in more shit? No, no, I thought oh. I was looking at Carl Urban singing. I was, I was wondering if I had seen this show or whatever. I was like, damn, Shuby hating on Jack Wade, man, with Dubs TF. <laughs> no, he, as long as he doesn't do what his dad's doing and getting in all the Christian movies. Shit, Jack Wade could be the new Flash. He would pull off a great Wally West. Maybe. I don't know. I can't see that. Since Ezra's out there uh, the one thing- knocking people out. Yeah, we we never mentioned that, but Ezra Miller officially out as the Flash. But there's some, they're gonna the movie's still coming out. Yeah, it's official now. He's, oh, he's it's out. official. Okay. Like, they, they're saying yeah, they're saying like <laughs> the movie's still coming out because you paid a shit ton of money and it's done. But he's not doing any more so, DC stuff. Oh yeah, that's he's not doing any more DC stuff. Yeah. Okay. Did you he's see that out. Austin Butler wanted to knock him out? <laughs> uh, Did you hear about that? You. <laughs> no, put it on pay per view though. Apparently, Austin Butler. Hold on, let me see. <laughs> Wait, hold on, I gotta tell you. Okay, so apparently, Ezra Miller is in Tokyo. I saw him with two other people, a girl and a guy. Also, a friend of mine said that Ezra was involved in a pub fight with another actor recently. She refused to said all she said was that he became famous recently. He's the star of a big movie. She said Ezra was screaming at the actor and his friends. Then Ezra got punched by the actor because of something he said. And then after got kicked out the club, fucking Austin Butler kicked his ass. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's some Elvis shit right there. But, but Ezra was on TikTok yesterday because some fan was like, are you going to throw a chair at me? And he comes up real close and was like, are you, con- are you okay? He was like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. He was like, oh, okay. You seemed a little confused. And I know the way that I help confusion out is by knocking you the fuck out. And the dude was like, huh? And he was like, see, you're confused. Do you want to get knocked out? Yes or no? And then the, the dude just ends the video. Ezra Miller's on a fucking wild. Dude, I, the guy in perks of being a wildflower, I would have never guessed. Would have never guessed was this menace to society. Yeah, he's... He's losing it. Dude's reverse flash. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that that wraps up everything for this episode of the Bros Who Binge Podcast. 
Linda, tell everyone where they can find you at and what's going on with the network. Yes, sir. You can find me at LinBWT. Follow the bros who think at bros who think. Both of those on Twitter. This week, we got a lot dropping. So we got uh, Run It Back, Whiplash. We're reviewing that. We have a one-piece discussion dropping. Me and Christian spent two hours and broke down everything that's going on in One Piece right now, from the anime to Wano to just literally everything that's going on in One Piece. That'll be out. By the time you guys hear this, that'll be out uh, as well on Wednesday. Run It Back should be out on Friday. Uh, Thursday, New Bros Who Think podcast. Uh, anime talk will drop some somewhere in here as well as manga melee make sure you tune in for both of those and on july the 15th make sure you get your tickets to DreamCon. well because on the 16th that saturday chrissa christian and myself will be doing a panel anime talk presents new school versus old school we're debating the old school animes versus the new school, which makes each one special. What makes the other better than the other? What are some of the better animes in both? So get your tickets to DreamCon. But yeah, a lot of stuff's happening with the network. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Bros You Think to stay up to date with everything. That's me fun. Yeah, DreamCon. I'm excited. That's next week. Cool. Literally, right when I get back from vacation, I got to drive me and Chris to Dallas. <laughs> Christian. <laughs> it's going to be fun, though. That's going to be a party. Yeah, it will be. Um, but so for me, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at HUBER14, um, Letterbox at MBWT. Um, you know, uh, definitely watch the season finale of the boys we'll talk about that try and catch up on some love island we'll talk about old man episode through we'll go through the first we'll, we'll go through five episodes i don't know how many are left after that uh you know the one thing i will say about old man is i did see the daughter twist coming so if we would have been doing a week to week i would have seen that daughter twist <laughs> hey that's why you do what you do yeah, no, I mean, you know, the thing is, is if you listen to, or if you watch the first episode and you just listen, you know who's in the show, then you can hear whose voice that is. I mean, mm. it's not, yeah, pretty distinct. But anyway. Did you finish um, Bears, uh, Stranger Things real quick? No, I did not. So here's what ha- why I haven't finished Stranger Things. One, it's long. I don't have a lot of time. So <laughs> how long, is each, how long are these two episodes? Are they like an like, hour? Because my girlfriend... Has, uh, it's longer than that. Oh, my girlfriend has never seen Stranger Things, so, oh, so there's no way it. that I can watch yeah. it with her. So I have to watch it by myself, mm. and so I just haven't gotten around to it yet because she you know, <laughs> has not ever seen it before. Yeah, I got you. Um, I'm just trying to figure. I need you to at least try to watch it by next episode because I got to know who dies. See, I'm in the same boat. Like, I'm like, I can't want, like look at anything that has to do with Stranger Things because, like, everyone's just been spoiling it. Spoiling, yep. Yep, um, yep, yep. The... That's a recap. <laughs> I don't want to see the recap, so let me yeah. back up. It's like, back, I don't want to, like, not Back see out it. of that. Yeah, anyway. bro. Back out of that. So... But the, uh, yeah, there's two episodes left. One is 85 minutes long, and one is 150 minutes long. Jesus! So the, those two episodes together are like a real movie. 
Yeah, chapter nine by itself is a real movie. You know, sixty yeah. plus sixty is one twenty, so it's it's you know it's an hour and a half, two hours and a half, two and a half Jeez. hours. So, yeah, that's that's real movie go. times. That's Batman movie times. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So yeah, uh, I'll get around to doing that when I can. And the other thing is, is when I I saw a story the night before it came out where it said that the dudes who make yep. the sh- the the show just put in all the final final touches and so i'm like well if all the final touches aren't going to be on it i'm gonna be watching like the shell of what it was <laughs> then i don't want to watch that i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait till it's f- completed yeah no that's a good yeah. point that's a real good point because people were definitely jumping to watch it whenever they wanted they didn't give a fuck they were like oh it's out we're watching it right now yeah. so, so but Hey. And but the other cool thing that's on Netflix is they got all the Nickelodeon shows. Yeah, bro. While we were in LA, uh, Curse got tired of me putting Seinfeld on for us to go to sleep, so we started doing Keenan and Kel some nights and all that. Others love that that's on Netflix. Yeah, and they got also got like Ned's Declassified School Survival. Guy. But I feel bad for them because Ned came on. Ned came on Twitter and was like, "I'm not Twitter on on TikTok," and was like, "Yeah, we're not making any money from that." Like they don't get no, they don't get no residuals from that. That's fucked up. Yeah. They just so gave them a contract. They took their money and that's it. Now, not as on Netflix, no extra bag. Y'all got paid when y'all was 13. I hope hope you saved. Not me. Crazy. Not me. Feel bad for me. But yeah, so that wraps up everything for this episode of the podcast. Catch us next week and have a great week yourselves. As always, keep binging. Peace.